I'm Mike Breen, Public Awareness Officer for the American Mathematical Society, and I'm talking with David Austin of Grand Valley State University in Allendale, Michigan. And in part two, we'll start out with David talking about uh, more applications of conic sections. Conic sections are used as reflectors in many interesting a applications. In fact, you see this sometimes in, in, in science museums. Actually, if your neighbor has a satellite dish in their house, the satellite dish is most likely in the shape of a, a parabolic disk. So it's given by taking a parabola and spinning it about its axis to form a, a three-dimensional disk. There's a, an, an interesting reason for that. So again, a parabola has a focus. And maybe if you're looking at light from a distant object, the, the light rays are coming in in a direction that's parallel to the axis of the parabola and the light rays bounce off the, the parabola, they'll be concentrated at the focus of the parabola. So in fact, this property is used, again, in, in satellite dishes to pick up a, a distant signal and to concentrate that signal at the focus of the parabolic disk. And sorry to interrupt, but that axis, that's the what people think of the axis of symmetry, the line that goes right down the middle, you might say, of the parabola. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's exactly right. If you look at a, a parabola, you could imagine reflecting it about a line and it would sit back down upon itself. So there's an axis of symmetry to the parabola, and we, we refer to that as the axis of the parabola. And so you form a parabolic disk that's used in these applications to, to picking up a, a distant signal. You spin a parabola about its axis to form a three-dimensional disk that way. But all of the conic sections enjoy this kind of a reflective property. Um, if you ha have an ellipse and you have a, a source of sound, say, at one of the foci, if you stand at the other focus, then the sound bouncing off the boundary of the ellipse will be uh, reflected back to the other focus. So there's a, a room, I believe, in the House of Representatives in the United States Congress that is in an elliptical shape. And this fact was well known to, to John Adams. He, he noticed that if he stood in one particular place in this room, he could overhear uh, conversations from people standing near the other focus of this elliptical room. This is a little bit off the topic, but it definitely deals with math. You also uh, treat people to lots of applications and very uh, insights into math in the feature column that you write for us. And you're, you're a writer along with Joe Malkovich and Bill Castleman and, and Tony Phillips. Is that something you enjoy doing? Yeah, that's actually something I, I love to do. One of the things I love about mathematics is that, in some sense, the principles are very abstract, but they manifest themselves in so many ways, so many interesting and oftentimes very surprising ways. And what is quite remarkable to me is that these abstract ideas can be put to use in our everyday world. So one of the things I especially enjoy about writing that column is to, is to take some ideas that seem abstract and far removed from our everyday experience and try to give an indication of how these ideas can help us to solve problems or help us to build new and interesting and things that are also of use. Mm -hmm. And that's at ams.org slash feature column. David, on your webpage, I noticed that Right at the top, there's a picture of a snowman. Is there some significance to that? Are you saluting the Michigan winter? We do have, have interesting Michigan winters. We have a lot of snow. I just find that snowman, he, he seems kind of jolly. <laughs> and when uh, people come to visit my site, I just want to share, the, share that jolly image with them. Is there anything else you'd like to add, David? I don't think there's anything that I, I so much want to add. If you know, some of our listeners would like to experiment with conic sections a little bit, I remember doing an experiment like this when I was in high school or maybe even a bit younger is, 
If you take a lamp, for instance, and with a light bulb and a, a lampshade, the light, as it emanates from the lampshade, will form a cone. And one easy way to, to create lots of conic sections is look at how that cone of light hits a wall. For instance, if you look at the ceiling, if that cone of light makes it up to the ceiling unobstructed, you'll see a, a circular pattern formed by the light. But if you start to tilt the lamp, you'll see an ellipse. If you tilt it a little further, you'll see a parabola. And if you'll tilt it a little bit further, you'll see a hyperbola. So these shapes really, they, they seem to appear everywhere around us. So it's interesting to see these ideas that you know have been known to humans for a very long time, a couple of thousand years, to see how often they do show up in the everyday world around us. Well, thank you. Uh, that's David Austin, who's in the Department of Mathematics at Grand Valley State University in Allendale, Michigan. David, once again, thank you very much. Okay, thanks, Mike. It's been my pleasure talking to you today.